Hello. Thanks for listening to the Food Scientist Podcast. I'm assuming you're going to keep listening after the intro, so... I am your host, Amy Zajac. I'm here with Brian Pierce. Hey, everyone. Please keep listening. And Danny Sussman. If there's a reason you don't keep listening, it's probably going to be me. Yeah. yeah we're not really yeah. disagreeing, are we? No. <laughs> uh, we'll go through our food experiences of the week. We're going to talk about a limited edition Pringle, something called Kaleidos, Ooh. and the international snacks we did not get <laughs> oh, to last yeah. week. Because Amy wouldn't stop talking. Yeah, we just yabbered on and on and on and on. Just chip your waitresses. So guys, what kind of food experiences have you had? Well, I need to take us back a few months ago because uh, we talked about the cereal milk. You remember that? It was the, yes. Yeah. I can't forget it because you made me eat a spoonful of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this was that powdered stuff that you poured in milk and it was supposed to taste like the milk that was left over from your frosted flakes. Without the hassle of eating cereal. Right. Yeah, so a unique topic. But um, I have still had that in my cupboards. <laughs> You kept that. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. And I tried some of the Frosted Flake, and I put more than what they suggested. It it's actually wasn't bad. That was the one that was just sugar. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. And milk? Well, yeah. It, it tasted really creamy, and yeah. But there was no ingredient other than sugar, was there? It was pretty much there just straight one up more sugar. But it was sugar. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't a flavoring. It was like sugar. And no, that like... was the one the ingredients list was very short. <laughs> <laughs> sugar, powdered sugar, and then flake sugar. Yeah. But it, it tasted like frosted flakes, but it, like it had more of a body. In the milk, so I just guess. adding more, adding more of the sugar powder. to your. So how fatty was your milk? Was this whole milk two percent? Uh, this 1%? was one percent. Okay. So it, which already has more carbs than right. whole milk. Well. But it, it would be a little more runny, like less yeah. thick than a whole Because milk. I did try them after we recorded that episode. I did try all of them again and had the same results as we had on the episode. Not bad, but you know, definitely not worth making the, the 30 right. seconds that it takes to, <laughs> to make it. But I was like, shoot, I'm going to try again with more. And yeah. I'm interested in that, in adding sugar to the milk, because I've been playing with like making some infused liquors mm -hmm. at home. And um, I want to make some like nice creamy cocktails. Ooh. I um, I made some creme de cacao, and it's super. It's basically right now it tastes like super dark chocolate vodka. Mm -hmm. And so I was like mixing that with some milk, but I was figuring out how am I going to add the creaminess. I could like, yeah, it, you know, milk, I could do with ice cream too. You know, milk alcohol doesn't always yeah. It's hard. It's the, hard. The, the a lot of the cocktail recipes call for heavy cream. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Keep us updated. If you I also have a creme de menthe, so we could do some homemade grasshoppers. All right. Mint from my garden. Uh, I don't have much in the way of a food experience. I bought another one of Sarah's Tipsy Pies, Ooh, but I haven't shared it with you. <laughs> yeah, well, there you know, was you nothing baking when we it's, walked it's, in the studio this week. It's the uh, blueberry one that she recommended, oh, so nice. maybe we'll have it next and week. And I uh, okay. found some pictures of my uh, the onion and gouda one. Oh, yeah. the State Fair. Oh. I almost wore my Sarah's Tipsy Pies pin, so maybe next week. Yeah, people will <laughs> watch us. Um. Sarah's, Sarah's now people a, know a what friend of the podcast. We're wearing in here. Sarah's a friend of the podcast. She is. She's she's we like Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Danny, like I said, mine was short and sweet. Wow, yeah, yeah we kind of uh, recap so all episodes. I'll just, you know, long story longer, like I usually do. <laughs> yeah. um, 
So I went to a Mongolian barbecue, and it made oh, me think. Yeah. I love like, Mongolian barbecue. It's a buffet. It is? It's an all-you-can-eat yep. experience. Now, there's the, like, Chinese buffets that have a Mongolian barbecue right. element. But then this there's is, the Mongolian this is, barbecue, this is the, the star of the show. It's yeah. just that. And so the one I went to presents an interesting challenge. Mm-hmm. They have a happy hour dinner where it's $2 less. Mm-hmm. But you only get one trip through the line. Oh. So you have to kind of decide how you're going to do this. So it, yeah. it got me thinking. We haven't really discussed Mongolian. Yeah, it is a unique buffet experience. It is a unique buffet experience, and there's ways to maximize it. And then I had this additional pressure of I can save $2 and do one trip through the line. And I, realize I have a very specialized technique that I can talk about, but mm-hmm. I'm curious for your takes too. Mm-hmm. Because the way that they set up the Mongolian barbecue, like their food line, is a trap, right? Oh, yeah. Because what they do is when you get the food back, it's on a platter. Yes. But they give you a bowl. Mm -hmm. And a bowl, right, if you think about the concave nature of the bowl, Mm -hmm. the bottom of it is the most narrow and it gets wider. Mm -hmm. And so then what do they do? They present you with a line where the first thing that they show you is the meat. Right, you have the the frozen kind of curled up meat. So if you put that in the narrowest part of the bowl, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to look fuller. It will look fuller, but you're not going to take as much, mm-hmm. right? Because you also need to leave room for everything else. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing is the noodles, yep. which are bulky, and now you're at the widest part of the bowl. And then you get to the not as expensive as the meat, but also expensive veggies. Mm-hmm. And now you have to kind of balance them on top, and it's difficult. Right, and then you have the sauces, and then you give it. To I would them. not do the once through option. I would pay the two extra bucks. No, so I did the once through, but I did it in the, my maximizing way, which is I don't go through that line in order. Yeah, uh, I mean you, you should put the meat on top to pack it down. Uh, so there's two things. You actually you're close, uh, and and one thing that uh, Renee does is she doesn't use the noodles at all. Yeah, I don't either. Um, what she does is she uses um, the bean sprouts. Okay. Because those, when they're stir-fried, you get almost the same texture as noodles, but it's not the bulky. Some of us just like bean sprouts. Right, but it, it's not going to be... Some of us are the host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it gives you like that same kind of noodle feel, but it doesn't take up nearly as much stomach space mm-hmm. as the noodles would. So this is what I did. Is I went through first, I threw some sauces into the bottom of the bowl. I started there because those will come to the bottom. Yeah. And when they sauce it, they just use like that soy sauce water that makes everything yeah. taste the same. So the key is, is to deliver them as much moisture with the flavors you want before they ruin it with theirs. Do you not have the option to add your own sauces and seasonings? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. this is, but when during the cooking process, now some Mongolian barbecues will actually have like, Four to six sauces that yeah, that the yeah. cooks will add, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, and, and some will let you choose what kind of sauce. Like yeah, I've always, been, I've always or, been the one to choose things. Right, you choose. Right, there's you add your own to the bowl, but yeah. like once you hand it to the guy, at some of them they just add water, like to keep it from well, sticking. Have it yeah, yeah, or they have like it's like a soy sauce water mix, but they don't. You don't get to choose what they do, and so you want to do all of your own saucing. And deliver it with enough sauce so that they don't have to add more of their own flavor ruining juice. Um, so valid, sauces valid. in the bottom of the bowl. Mm-hmm. Then um, 
I, I do add some veggies, but it's mostly like the garlic from the sauce area. Onions, like some green onions. Uh, some I do like some sautéed peppers mm-hmm. in there. So I have my minimal peppers. So that actually fills the bottom of the bowl. So now I'm at the widest point. And at that widest point of the bowl, that's when I go back and I add the meats. Mm-hmm. Because they you don't want them falling. And so now I can load in like just a ton of, uh, if I do chicken or beef, like right there. And then I take the noodles and I balance them on top of the meat because they're the cheapest. And they're also, so if, if, they're if not a man down then you're not, it's, losing you're losing noodles and the noodles can actually, they're, they're sticky enough that they can hang down off the sides. Like you can put sure, a, you sure. can put like a noodle hat on, on your thing basically your and have a, have head. a ton of noodles on top <laughs> and it's okay. Right. Because it can, yeah. it can, you can it will pile, stack easier. It will yeah. stack. Like the <clears throat> meats are going to have a hard time piling really high. So then you top it with the noodles, and then you bring it over. That's how I do it. I've also seen people use uh, recommend using zucchini, the zucchini strips, and using like four pillars to add some support. I don't get that technical with it. Yeah, I, I, that's why you're the host. I do. Well, that's it, but I do similar with that. I try to maximize my meat mm-hmm. versus the, and I don't use noodles. Well, I have used noodles in the past. I would say when I was brand new to she Mongolian a, barbecue. She was a noodle user. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day. And she found Jesus. And went to Pizza Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was new to Mongolian barbecue and new to cooking in general, so newly late teens, early adulthood, just a few you years just ago. ate raw. They didn't have. Are you that old that they hadn't invented cooked food? No, they. Before your teens, but I hadn't. You were good at cooking. I did things I liked, but I didn't know how to get those flavors made. If you know what I mean. So I just threw in the meat and the vegetable and went. Sure, I'll try a little garlic. I'll try. I made the blandest Mongolian barbecues. Is where I'm going. And now that I know how to cook and I know what all the different flavors mm-hmm. and seasonings are, and I've had more buffet and bar- <laughs> Mongolian barbecue experience. Mm-hmm. I don't put my meat on the bottom of the bowl either. I feel like we all had to learn these lessons. You yeah. Know, for me too, it was college. So it's like, you know, you're, you're not worldly yet. You don't yeah. know how these things work. Yeah. How do you, you approach the, the Mongolian? You know, I get as much meat as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that that's my goal. You know, I'm not going to go for the, the peppers or the onions as yeah. much. So, like, I maximize the meat experience. Which meat do you go for? Uh, usually chicken, to yeah, be yeah. honest. Yeah. I did. With the sauces that they have, that seems to... To suit I, it the best. I look at what the meat looks like. It's usually chicken or beef, but I will have I, taken some of the others before. I go with the chicken because uh, the beef tends to be not good beef. That's why I do it based on how it looks. You know what? Yeah, if I get a, more steady. If yeah. I get a second bowl, uh-huh. what I will sometimes do is like just beef and onions and soy sauce and just do like a little stir fry mm-hmm. of that, of just like just basically grill up some beef. That way. And I yeah. love shrimp. So if they have shrimp, mm-hmm. I will take shrimp. Yeah, they tend to have such small, like almost baby shrimp. I feel like they probably were raised in pollution. You know, I will because say. It I, depends what it looks like. I, I won't always take mm-hmm. it. I do enjoy that they have the option of only having one trip because that's a place where if I, if I get enough, I don't feel like I need to go back. Right. It feels like a meal. It's not, I'm not in the buffet mindset of, oh, what else do I want to try? Well, see, as a host, and a veggie lover, mm-hmm. I have a two-trip strategy. Okay. My first trip is maximize the meat. Okay. The second trip 
is I love veggies. So I don't necessarily maximize the veggies, but I make sure I get the veggies I like and the sauce I like. And I forgot to add, I always add pineapple. I feel like pineapple is the secret sauce. Oh, yeah, especially Mongolia. if I've got chicken. Yeah, of the Mongolian barbecue. So that was in, in the bottom of the bowl with the veggies was the pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because also it's not going to stack easily. Yeah. Now, you got to find those things so that you can use to make Lincoln Logs and just build your own little... You know what I have seen people do? <laughs> because and I, I was actually looking at the menu to see if it said one trip or one bowl. Mm-hmm. Because I have seen people overflow bowls. into two bowls mm-hmm. and then give them to the cook. Like, do one bowl of, like, all the meats mm-hmm. and another bowl of all of the veggies and the noodles... I just come up with a monstrous serving. Uh, I didn't look to see if that would trigger the extra two dollar charge. It sounded. I think it said one bowl. I feel not, like it would. Not one trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I haven't had Mongolian barbecue in a long time. Now I want to go. Yeah, you should. It's a, but like you said, lunch also is one bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Generally, it seems like that's yeah, usually yeah. the thing. Yeah. So, so there you go, folks. If you're going to a Mongolian barbecue, there are some strategies for you for that unique buffet experience. In one bowl. In one bowl. Okay, so moving on to something completely different. Danny found a new limited time only Pringles at where was this? A Seven Eleven. These are These are Seven Eleven <laughs> exclusive. So I have a question for everyone. Yeah. So the Pringles are seven layered Pringles. Yes. And they're really good. What are these seven layers? Yeah. Seven layered. Okay, let's Family Feud style. I yeah. could, uh, uh lettuce. Lettuce is one. Uh, sour uh, no. cream. Okay, lettuce, sa- sour cream. lettuce is not one of them. Sour cream. Sour cream is one of them. Tomatoes. Or salsa. So you're looking at the package. That's well, I know cheating. what seven layers are without looking. Okay, then don't look. <laughs> Sour cream. Sour cream, one. I already said that yeah, one. And I said tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes is two. Olives. Olives is three. Beans. Or uh, refried. Refried beans is four. Cheese. Cheese is five. Beef. Or meat. Beef is, meat is not one of them. Okay, what about guacamole? Oh, yes. Guacamole is six. Right, we need one more. I got my quota. You well, I said lettuce. Yourself. I always yeah, do lettuce. Said, <laughs> you said you could do it without looking, and like Brian's doing the heavy lifting here. I oh. said all of these, too. We're just standing we with the tomato? Did we say tomato? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Wait, it was but tomato, thing. cheese, uh, although sour I would say cream, it's a, beans. It's, it's a relative of tomato. Salsa? Yeah, salsa. Okay. I said that after I said tomato. Uh, well, here's what I'm going to read, because actually when I read this description, it names eight things. I would add oh. jalapeno. So, refried beans, guacamole, sour cream, salsa, cheese, tomatoes. They said green <clears> onions, <throat> but I don't, that's not a layer. I'm sorry. I won't even count it. And olives in a chip. The interesting thing is I do not enjoy seven-layer dip. I know. You're, you're surprised. I, I also <laughs> think, like, seven-layer dip is a disgusting abomination. I don't think yeah. it's disgusting. It's just kind of pointless. Because you'll sure. to, to yeah, try you, to drill down on I the mean, way to get all those need, flavors. Yeah, you need a sturdy chip. I don't want just <laughs> the sour cream flavor layer. I'll get there. I, there's, there's so many things. Like, I don't want sour cream ever. I don't want to. I, I just, don't like sour cream on my Mexican. I don't want olives on anything. Yeah, I didn't hate these chips, though. I no. like these chips a these lot. These chips tasted like tacos to me. Yeah, very similar, but it also tasted like dip. Yeah, I got a hint of the, the dip flavor, a hint of the olive and like the guac. Or avocado. I don't know. It was just really good. And I'm trying to figure out this picture. There's party hats on the Pringles of different colors. And they're jumping into the seven-layer dip. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, I was looking at the ingredients trying to figure out what did they use to you know, get the flavors and a lot of it. Artificial. Is just, well, they did use a lot of powders of different things. Well, always, yeah. Paprika is in there. And I'm trying to think of what the paprika is representing. Probably... Uh, you know what? That's why I, I think it probably to me tasted like taco seasoning. Yeah, because it's a and, sal- and salsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was down in Texas, there was a vendor that was selling, uh, and I sampled it twice because I torture myself. Oh, something only Amy and this person would love is a pickle salsa. Oh, <laughs> and so it used no <laughs> tomatoes, mm-hmm. only pickles. Oh, but it was sounds r- awful. It was red. Sweet pickles, still pickles. Uh, it doesn't matter. It tasted like pickle. I asked them. Basically, it tastes what, different. What they said is they started out as like making relish, and then when they added seasonings that turned it red, they were like, we could call this salsa. Mm. I have heard of pickle salsa. I've never had it. Yeah, I don't well, know if I'd like it or not, even though I like pickles. It seems like a um, But the paprika, you know, it's a generic thing. You, you yeah. generally find it in... In a lot of things. A Stays lot of things, things that are like chilies, all sorts of things. But I, I'd say place here. Goulash. Yeah. yeah, seven layer dip is like vaguely Mexican. Because I don't know if you would get it in Mexico, but it's a lot of like yeah, it's things what, American. Yeah, it's kind of a Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. It has a bean flavor too. It's really good. Yeah, it's my favorite because, flavored Pringle. Yeah, the seven layer dip. It is a lot of work, and I don't like the textures of a lot of the things. I will the say, of all of the Pringles I had, this is the one that tasted the least like a Pringle. Like, oh, really? I still got the chip, though. Well, it's not a chip. It's a crisp. No, it's, gone it's, over a, it's no, not a chip. No, no, but I got, like, way less of the underlying weirdness of Pringle because there was so much flavor going on. And, and I'm going to say they had the flavor powder much better distributed on these than we've seen on so many others. Like that might be top ramen chicken. Yeah, it's not oh. just, like, a or blotch super, on part of the Pringle. Yeah. It's, the super it's, spicy It's ones. even, yeah. Sadly, here in Minnesota, where the studios are located, we don't have 7-Eleven. I know. But yeah. if you are in our listening area and it have just, a 7-Eleven, limited time only. It amazes me how some of these places get the exclusives. Like, who's being like, hey, 7-Eleven, you want to work with us, with Pringles, <laughs> to have an exclusive? 7 and 7. Uh, they should be called 7-Eleven Layer Bar. Or bars. Bars. <laughs> that, that's very Minnesotan. <laughs> that is very Minnesotan right there. But, okay. Yeah, 7 Eleven yeah. for these. We also have from Kroger's. Speaking of stores not in Minnesota. Yes. I miss Kroger's. Kroger's has Kaleidos, which are their version of Oreos. Well, they're sandwich cookies. Yes. Their version of Oreos. Yeah, they're, they're knockoff. But these, aren't just, these are not Oreos. These, these are not are, the chocolate ones, no. These no. are raspberry cream, not popping Oreos. Candy. Yes, raspberry cream, golden cookie, popping candy in them. I bought that. these only for the pop. They had all different flavors of Kaleidos. The one I saw with popping candy. You know I love that. Yeah. And I know Brian hates that. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> I will say this. This is the perfect example of why it is necessary. Because um, these Kaleidos, like the cookies were kind of soft. They were soft, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't like crunch like a cookie. The raspberry is like kind of, and the cream was nice and mushy. The cream is like, but it's like a weird. Unlike the wasabi cream from a few weeks ago. Oh my goodness, yeah. those Chinese Oreos. Yeah, the, but the cream is like a weird raspberry flavor. It's not very good. It's that imitation raspberry. It smells flavor. very. Yeah, it smells the very smell good. is 
boom in your yeah. face of fake raspberry. But then the thing starts popping in your mouth and you yeah. can't stop smiling. And it's fantastic. I actually kind of like these. Yeah, because it's like MSG. It makes things good even, even when even they're the not. not even just the... Yeah. I think I was expecting worse with the smell. Yeah. So, yeah, I was eating these. And I was like, oh, these are kind of nice. It's a different uh, kind of texture to the cookie. The cream is, it, you know, it's better than I thought. And then a rock concert starts going off. And right, and you're, like, dancing. And I'm and like, like, you kids, turn that down. Right, and I'm, like, taking my shirt off. I'm like, ooh, rock and roll. Yeah. So I was like, this is. showed up. Yeah, I was like, this is not. Rocks and. Yeah. Sorry, you said the police. Yeah, I was like, exactly. <laughs> It's the right, the red, the, <laughs> the red light was on. Um, you don't have to turn the light on though. So with these. It's- I, uh, you know, I'm eating them. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the epitome of a Oreo. Yes. And then, and then it all changed. The popping <laughs> candies, and I was so happy, and I can't stop eating uh, them for the popping candy. They would be so much better without the popping candies. False. Ah. Uh, they don't pop. That I mean, they pop. They Enough. don't pop that much. So good. You can just if you just chew them and swallow, you're not going to get all the. But that's going to be in your in your. You're not going to get all the Roxanne's. So. Yeah, no, like <laughs> I love Roxanne's. You're not going to get. <laughs> you're not going to get the party in your mouth, and who would, you want the party? I I took the top off and just like put the cream. <laughs> no, of the cookie, not oh. of. of yeah. <laughs> not just like I gotta get naked. This is so fun. <laughs> They're both eating the cookies, more cookies. So that tells you something, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to get the the popping in the microphone, but I don't think it's going to It's not going to happen. I'm trying to get the cream off of this awful cookie so I can just have the party. <laughs> it's not working. It's a weird cream. There are a lot of, if this is all popping candy, there are a lot of little bits in it. Mm-hmm. And the bits don't taste like grass. They Cause, don't. Cause People often think bits and Oreos taste like grass. <laughs> or the earth. Or the earth. <laughs> well, not the not the pop rock ones. Those are magic. <laughs> I'm just laughing at these guys. <laughs> Our mouths are open in front of the microphones, but We're yeah, trying to I, don't, it. I don't think it's <laughs> coming While across. they finish their cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, bro. Like we've never both said we don't like something and kept eating it until this. Well, you don't hate these. Do you like this, Brian? This is a good cookie. If these were in your house, would you keep eating them? No, 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 no. That's not a question. The, the it is question a question. Is, is, do you like it? Are you, do you enjoy it? No. Would you? But you get you keep eating it. Yes. Right. So that's, <laughs> it's a cookie. It's, it's a like a bad cookie. relationship. Yeah. It's sweet. Where you, no, this is a bad. This is a bad relationship where you know you need to get out, but mm-hmm. you keep going back for more. But you know it's here and but, it's safe. You know. Right, and it and you know what, and it and it just like parties. Like it's just like it's got the it's got that certain something with the popping. I mean, candy. it doesn't taste bad. It's I'm, just annoying. It's I, exciting, but but you know, but it has that just that certain something that you keep coming back. I want to dunk these in cereal milk. What are those cereal milks? Mm-hmm. So you bring some home and dunk them in the cereal milk. Why the cereal happens. milk? Why not just regular milk? Because I'm just combining things. You're just a host. Yeah. You know what? They should have made cereal milk that tasted like uh, fruity pebbles. I know. That's what no. I was thinking. No. Anyway, no. side note. Side note. Okay, on to... <laughs> the international stacks that we didn't get to last week. Yes, and there were mm-hmm. so many. Well, one, two, three, four of them, I guess. Five, technically. Five, five really, yeah. Because yeah. two of one thing. We had something called a Today Croissant. There were two kinds of that. Oh, yes, and these were from Turkey. Turkey. From Turkey. But Fun purchased, fact. But purchased at... 
Purchased in Minnesota. But but which store? That was at Holy Land. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So very local. The, yeah. local individual wrapped croissant. Croissant. That are good. Filled with something. They're filled, individual wrapped, filled croissant from Turkey. Uh, Best Buy. Now, here we are. It's October yeah, 2018. Late October. They've been shipped to America from Turkey, and yet they are still good until June of 2019. Yeah, that. That's really surprising for a bread product that has for butter. Essentially, in it. a croissant. Like, yeah, flaky. That's a lot of shelf life. They also give you heating instructions. They did. Yeah. Uh, so we tried these. Uh, did we say what the fillings are? No. One. One is a chocolate hazelnut, aka Nutella. Yeah, non-Nutella. Though they didn't but get that licensing for the name. <laughs> and the other one was sour cherry. cherry. Uh, so we it tried like both. Jam inside. Yeah, it tasted. Like the little packets of, of jam that you get mm-hmm. from Smuckers. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. Uh, it was it was good. Um, yeah, they were I, fine. I would imagine that, the, you know, elsewhere in the world there are vending machine croissants. And this is a vending machine croissant. Yeah. Croissant. I just like saying croissant. it. Yeah. Croissant. They were, uh, yeah, I mean, they were individually wrapped, so it's easy to keep that shelf life there for the croissant. I will uh, say, these things could seriously get crushed. Like, I noticed, like, a difference between the ones that uh, Amy heated and the ones that you and I, Conan the Barbarian, apart. <laughs> like, hers was like, like, it was pretty easy to compress this thing. Well, that that's true of croissants in general. Right. But... A croissant should be flaky. Right, but if you have a... By the time you tear a r- real croissant a cr- apart, it's right, kind of flat. Right, but if you have a croissant that's been, like, hanging around for a year, like, the odds of it not getting crushed are thin, are slim. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how much they have in terms of preservatives in there, but, <clears throat> I mean, you know, they tasted all right. They tasted like something that you would buy packaged, but they were fine. I am. Um, it did make me wonder why we don't see vending machine croissant in America. It or just, or just, or, or croissant sandwiches, because they have vending machine sandwiches. Not that I endorse I, those. <laughs> they can be all right when you're right, in a pinch. I, you're right. That's oh, you're thinking more of like the wheel of death. Yes. I was thinking more of like the chip, yeah. and uh, and candy bar machine because these would fit into that. The wheel of death and the sandwiches. That's a whole other deal. But you don't. You could put these in those. Yeah, you, de- you definitely could. I mean, as long as they're sealed. I mean, I don't see why not. They have a super long shelf life. Uh, the packaging says they recommend eating them for breakfast or put it in your lunch. I would do that. Yeah, they're an anytime snack, I would say. Uh, I mean, I guess it's one of those international mysteries. I suppose that there's probably some market research person that has realized that Americans aren't going to buy that. Yeah, what I really loved about the packaging is it's intentionally made for international sales because there's every language. Yeah, oh my god. (laughs) It's like... The back of the box was just like... You need the rose. I would say it was just like... It wasn't just letters. It was like letters in Arabic and... Just different languages, not even just using the same alphabet. Yeah, this was a Chinese, big package, Korean. And like it's several lines, like half the packaging. It's <laughs> the difference. That was cool. Yeah, I like that. But I, I like these heating it. I don't know if that really did anything. Yeah, to heating me. it. I didn't notice a difference. Yeah, it was usually baked goods are better warm. This yeah. was tasted the same. But I think it's the preservatives. I think yeah. that there's so much were, in you there. You weren't that, gonna help these with yeah, heat. Yeah, yeah. But I'd grab one in a pinch. Yeah, yeah. 
We also tried something called a crunchy rice roll. Yeah, the rest of the snacks I found at Marshall's, which maybe have other names uh, depending on where you're at. Also owned by TJ Maxx, right? They both have. They they look like, though they don't feel or taste like, if you made a Rice Krispie bar and rolled it. But it's less gooey, it's harder, it's crunchier. I think it, it looks... And it's not as sweet. If you yeah. if you uh, took a um, a rice cake and then you sent it and said uh, you showed it like a pecan nut roll and yes. said, "Hey, rice cake, why don't you look more like a nut roll?" Well, it doesn't it's, look like a rice cake to like me. It's less puffed dense. rice cereal. It's the puff rice. It's a rice cylinder. Cake. Yeah. Uh, I saw these and I just thought it was interesting. I was like, "Okay, these are from Korea," and. I just thought these are going to be horrible. It's going to be like not. just plain rice. No, it was better it than was, I thought. They're I pretty think good. It was a rice cake, right? Like uh, the puffed rice rice cakes. Oh, I always think rice cakes taste worse. It's just, it's just a different shape. Yeah, they also had There's wheat There's a slight rolls. sweetness to it, but it's yeah. not like sweet, sweet. Yeah, I, ch- I just got the rice rolls, not the wheat rolls as well, because I thought those would just be yeah. too grainy. Because all the rice cakes I've had are more savory. Well, that, I mean, these are gluten-free. Those would not be, yep. I'm sure. These are gluten-free, low-sodium, vegan, low-fat, no cholesterol. So. Also, it makes it look like you're smoking just a giant yeah. cigarette and you know, put it in the corner <laughs> of your mouth. I got fuck a cigar like that. That was the first thing I noticed. <laughs> yes, we have pictures. If, if you do, that, do you do that with chopsticks even? Chopsticks. Somebody hurt his mouth with a chopstick in it. Yes, I told that story a few weeks ago. I know. <laughs> uh, like any kind of like there's like a round thing to kind of make it a cigarette for a second and then. No, not chopsticks. Those are too long and thin. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're smoking. <laughs> you pretend you're one of those ladies that has the cigarette oh, at the end of a long. Miss Scarlet. Oh, yeah. yeah, Virginia Slims. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so those are the rice rolls. Not bad. Crunchy, airy. Hint of sweetness. Better than a rice cake. Uh, so we had something else that's called Turkish Delight. Yes, yeah. this from the UK, Turkish Delight, mm-hmm. which you know, it's something. Now I mentioned last week, Danny had not heard of the Chronicles of Narnia, the Still line of the wardrobe, but that's that's a snack there that the witch uh, uses to tempt the children. And so you know, you, I was never tempted by witches. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, what is that supposed to be? I've heard some of your dating stories. Anyway. uh, (laughs) They seemed nice at the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, so this was always, at least when I was growing up, I know a lot of my friends, too, if you read that book, you're like, oh, what's Turkish Delight? It must be really good. I've had them before. Yeah, I have had this before, and I had a really low opinion of it when I tried it. But this, I did not hate. They're They're nuts in a gel... Coated in powdered sugar, yet somehow they're not that it's sweet. It kind of reminded me of um, the remember the gift box from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Had, I forget. You had like no, but like the actual even the form gift of, packaged one, the, like the packaged yeah. gift wrapped box. I found those sweeter than this. Yeah, it reminded me of that, but without yeah. the beans inside. But yeah, instead, this is but a this little is, chewier. This is very gelatinous. It's yeah. like very hard. It's chewier. Yeah, yeah, very. And it has so. a nut, and it's, it's covered with powdered sugar as it's well. Drenched in powdered sugar, but it's somehow not super yeah. sweet. So these have, and that's a positive that it's yeah. not super sweet. There were three different kinds. It was pistachio. It, are we sure it's powdered sugar, not cornstarch? Oh, we can double check. But it was pistachio, uh, hazelnut, and almonds. Uh, and it's funny because they all look the same, so I think I had each of them. I had I'm a pistachio sure. and a hazelnut, I'm pretty sure. I think it's cornstarch and powdered sugar together. Okay. To yeah, help it, it keep could it be. less sticky, but not that sweet. It could be. 
Anyway, we like them. Yeah. So if you see these, Very you're snackable. curious. Yeah. Try them out. Unless you're allergic to nuts, then obviously. Yeah. Um, avoid these at all costs. There was a package as well that just had the pistachios. <laughs> and I was like, no, because that's not my favorite kind of nut. What? Yeah. You know what? Pistachios. I would rather have hazelnuts or almonds. I like almonds. I love pistachios, like, but I can only buy the ones in, in the shells. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you just eat them otherwise, all. Yeah. It slows me down. Yeah. I need yeah. the ones in the shells as well. Uh, and then we had something called Amaretti cookies. Yes, I from, love these. From Italy. Amaretti di pesce. What's a cheesecake uh, on it's, cookie? It's a oh, um, peach cheesecake. Something like uh, that. Right? Or did I misread I know there's the pesce in there. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I just know every time I go to an Italian grocery, I always buy Amaretto cookies. These are small little cookies, but yeah, they're, they're so good. They're almost like meringue cookies, but they're not. Yes, that's what it reminded me of. They kind of had the, the texture yeah, yeah. of a biscotti as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't love them as much. I I was expecting something different. I mean, they're fine for a little... I think those yeah. would be... If you're a coffee drinker, they'd be good with yes, coffee. Yes, they would be good. Yeah, they kind dunks. of dissolve a little bit. Yeah. And they soak stuff up. It also reminded me kind of of a molasses cookie, the texture. You know what they're really good for? They're actually a really good road trip cookie because you can get a big bag of them and you're not going to eat like 40 of them. Like like there's some cookies where like I, you eat yeah. a couple and you would, yeah. you would pause, but they'll... Everyone will be satisfying... But you're not going to plow through a bag in yeah, one sitting. Because these weren't overly sweet, but they were sweet enough where you didn't need to keep mm-hmm. eating them. Yeah, Danny's eating more <laughs> of the crunchy rice cake roll, whatever. And now you I can tell the, it's crunchy. I did the cigarette cigar thing, and now I have to eat it. <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> oh, so. Did you ever get that right? Like, once you have the food in your hand, what are you gonna? What else are you gonna do? I put mine down. Well, that's kind oh, of why I ate the did. extra uh, <laughs> popping candy cookie because I was tearing it apart. Yeah, and you put the lid back on the Pringles. I know, because I was going to eat too many of them. You eat those, too, <laughs> yeah. And I think we've eaten all of the visible Kaleidios. Oh, those were understuffed as well, though. The, so Oreo's not the only one that they has were, that problem. Yeah, the packaging, you open it up and... There's no, room for another two space. cookies. Not, yeah, but not as bad as the Oreos. Not were. as bad, no. no. The limited edition Oreos, yeah. Uh, Danny, you said that they're going back to the Easter for just a second. You said you saw a lot. Were there any unique flavors that... This was the most unique. Most of the uh-huh. others were just, you know, like mint and peanut butter. Similar to what... You oh, I'm on peanut butter. Yeah, but you could get an you Oreo. You the Oreo. Oreo. I know, but to compare. Well, then <laughs> go to Kroger's and do that. <laughs> ah, I just saw popping candy, and and I was candy like stuff. a moth to a flame. <laughs> you want to go back to my old dating stories, which <laughs> burned by the fire. <laughs> I don't even know that I have old dating stories. Okay, we're going off the rails here, so we're Are just going to end what? this oh, up. Fine, fine. Wait, we, we got we want to talk about Danny's dating. That's stuff. a different podcast. <laughs> And I know some of it involves Vegas, which is another podcast. Oh, I need to have a Las Vegas podcast. I just need a better co-host. So find us on social media. You went once and we had to drag you there. (laughs) He was directing that to Brian. (laughs) Amy's Vegas with me. (laughs) A couple times. Amy's Amy's way too well behaved to, for, to to like do the Vegas podcast. I need like another real degenerate. <laughs> See, we're really I'm not off offended the rails. anymore. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to food. We enjoyed, I think, everything we ate today. It was a much better experience, yeah, than so, previous episodes. So thanks for listening to the end. Assuming you're still listening, go find us on social media. You know how. Leave us reviews. We we we're needy. 
And we're so needy. We're very needy. And uh, if you made it to the end, um, oh dear Lord, send one of us a message on social media and tell us. Oh no, wait, no, and don't, don't, because if we don't get any messages, then we're gonna be really upset. So forget it. Don't do that, because if we only get here from one person, we're gonna cry. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Have a terrific week, everyone. Have the best week of your life. Make it a great week. You earned it. (laughs) Ta-ta.